The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And uh, welcome to it here, uh, five minutes after 11 o'clock on your Saturday morning. Pinpoint Health Show is on and ready to go. You've probably got questions this week, if not more than any other, about the current situation that's affecting everybody. 416-870-6400 is the way to go. You'll want to reach out to Dr. Lou on air. You can do it right now. And uh, and there you go. It's it's going to be a busy show, man. What, uh, what do you want to start with? Hey, John. How's it going? Good, pal. I'm uh, I'm just like you, uh, doing the social distancing thing, staying at yeah. home, as are you, right? So I'm I'm at home. I got my own little uh, makeshift uh, uh, studio set up. But nice. as long as you guys can hear me, I think we're good to go. And I think, like you started uh, saying, there is today's as good a time as ever for you guys to call in. The phone lines are open. I'm happy to take questions um, around the the whole COVID nineteen situation, specifically yeah. the things related to health. Um, and so, yeah, I've been I've been uh, called upon a few times for some interviews around various topics um, over the last few weeks, and and it's my pleasure to help out. I think, um, you know, I heard somebody say to me that uh, the cure to COVID nineteen is going to be knowledge, and and that knowledge will give us all power to do the right things. And you know, this idea that we're waiting for some miracle or something like that, the, the, those things are already being put in place. And if we, as a population, um, all do our part to follow the things that have been suggested, then, you know, I think we're going to get out of this sooner rather than later. And and I mean, I want to be realistic about that. Sooner doesn't mean mm-hmm. next week. But we're talking about when you look at, uh, at pandemics like this, um, these viruses um, could last anywhere up to two years, right? Maybe even longer. We don't know what happens. And so, um, you know, we have the choice to make right now on are we looking at, two years of our lives being like this, a year of our lives being like this, six months of it, three months of it, maybe three months on, three months off, like who knows what it's going to be. But I think right now is the crunch time um, for doing those right things. And, and, And I think that the harder we can hit it right now that we're in the early stages. I mean, whatever's happened has happened, so we can't really go back. I have some issues with the things that have happened um, thus far. Uh, I think there's been a number of mistakes that have been made. But again, those are things that we will reflect on as a as a society one day and, and in order to be better prepared for potentially another one or or we can maybe do better to prevent these things. But I do think we dropped the ball in some areas. And when I say we, I mean governments. Um, and uh, uh, But, you know, where we are right now, I think most governments around the world are doing the right things. Um, I think maybe some... Some government should be doing even more and I and, and, and taking it to another level just because I think, again, the harder we can be at it right now, um, the, the greater of an effect we'll have. The simple I, – I remember when we had um, – this must have been back in February when uh, Minister Elliott was on the show and we spoke yep. about um, the R-naught, which is the amount of people mm-hmm. – that this can can infect and and the numbers are ranging somewhere between if you have the virus you might be affecting between two three some uh, papers are even showing four Um, this is why social distancing is so important right because if you're around people and you have this virus and and i think one of the things that people really need to appreciate is how um, easy not easy but but 
this virus is is a monster in the sense that you can have we've had viruses that maybe are potentially more lethal but they don't right. have the virulence of this one where it, it spreads and we've had other ones that spread even quicker but aren't necessarily very bad. So this is the perfect combination of a perfect storm, a perfect disaster. Um, and that perfect disaster means that if we're getting two to four, if every person that has this, and, and again, being spread potentially when they're asymptomatic is what the new research is showing, then really what we're creating um, is two to four people. If you socially distance and you are not around two or four people, you are going to infect zero, right? right. The idea is if we, the lower we can bring that reproductive number that are not, the more likely we are to stop this. That's why social distancing works. And, and again, I will reiterate that the idea of waiting for some magic treatment right now, I think our best chance is going to be an eventual vaccine. I think there will be treatments that happen. Are they going to be the be-all, end-all? I'm not sure. But what I can tell you is we shouldn't sit by waiting when we know we can be doing things right now, um, which is the social distancing. That is by far the most important thing that everyone should be doing. And the more you can do that, the more you can practice that, the more we, we stop that reproductive number, the more that reproductive number stops, the quicker we get out of this. Again, 416-870-6400. We'll take one little break here. we got so much to talk about in this regard. If you have questions, bring them on. This is a show you want to do it. Well, Dr. Lou, uh, you have his attention, so do that as we continue here at the Pinpoint Health Show, Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It is 11.14 on your Saturday morning and back to the Pinpoint Health Show. If you want to reach uh, Dr. Lou and his team by phone, that is still happening. one 855 Dr. Lou. Info at pinpointhealth.ca. Uh, and again, reminder, there's always amazing stuff. Videos about general health and, of course, this COVID-19 on their social media, including uh, Facebook and their Instagram. So, pal, yeah, it's, it's as mentioned, it's going to be a busy show. 416-870-6400. Let's, uh, let's bounce right over to the phone call. Darren, thank you for hanging on. Good morning. Good morning, and good morning, Doctor. How are you? Good morning. Nice. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing just fine, thanks. I'm in my good. own little physical distancing bubble here, so we're doing Beautiful. just fine. You, you, you know, it's one, one thing before you ask your question. Um, number one, I want to thank all of the frontline healthcare workers um, that are in the hospitals doing their part. I have friends, family. Um, that do that role. I've been messaging them and and really making sure. Um, But what you just said, what I want everybody to realize is is those frontline healthcare workers that are heroes, what you just said there um, uh, is is very important. We could all be the hero we all need each other to be by just being away from others. So thank you for doing that. Um, And go ahead, ask me your question. Yeah, it's it's my pleasure. And again, kudos to everybody on the front line of this war. And I'm calling it a war because let's let's be frank and call it what it is. So it's a uh, war. It's a war. You're right. Absolutely. So just a question, because we're always hearing about these breakthroughs from um, uh, like Germany and Brazil and where and even out in that uh, Western University here in Ontario about yeah. uh, the breakthroughs in terms of the virus, de- uh, determining the, the actual DNA and RNA sequencing of the virus, doing yeah. all different sorts of things. 
in the hopes of developing a vaccine. And everything that we see is we're one step closer, we're one step closer. So I just wanted to get your take and just your opinion on how far out do you think a vaccine is? And, you know, depending on that, how quickly do you think it would be deployed? And uh, I'll just take my answer off there so I don't take up your time. Have a great day. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks, Jared. Stay safe. And and that's a great question. So the question being about um, how likely a vaccine um, is to come out soon. Um, so so one thing that I will say is this. Um, the, the, the part about actually making a vaccine, what a vaccine is, is essentially when you could take um, the virus or whatever it is, in this case being a virus, and you can somehow have a, a, um, a virus that's either been attenuated so that it doesn't work or, or um and it won't multiply, you can inject it into somebody's body. That's all a a vaccine is, right? You're taking whatever the virus, whatever the thing is, you're you're taking it in in an amount that's deactivated, you're putting it essentially in the person's body and you're allowing that person to make its, its own immune response. That way, if they ever come in contact with that pathogen, you already have those antibodies that would be needed to fight it. So that's what a virus is simply. The reality is, is they've already been able to make certain viruses that they can show. The problem is the steps that are required to get it ready for public use. So they've already been able to show uh, in animal models that if they take something, they can get the virus, they can introduce an attenuated version of it into an animal. The animal can then create its own immune response. At a later date, they introduce the virus and the person, and the, and the animal, sorry, not the person, doesn't get sick. So, mm-hmm. so that step has already been done. The problem that we have is the regulations that are required. And this is this is one of the arguments, again, towards the anti-vaxxers, which sometimes I hit hard, but I hit them hard because I think they need to. If this was some type of conspiracy, we would have just already released it to everybody and not known the side effects. You need to do now human trials, and I believe they've already done a few, actually, um, where you need to make sure that that vaccine doesn't have any negative consequences to the person it's being given to. That's an important aspect. Although you can give someone the vaccine right now, we wouldn't know um, how what type of consequence it might have in the long term. So really, most of the experts are saying that we're probably, you know, it's not going to be ready by this uh, within this year in the 2020. It might be available for the fall of 2021, depending because, again, these human trials take an extensive period of time. So it's an important thing. The other thing that I would encourage people, um, I, I really, for my knowledge on this stuff, I like to use the Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy, or short form CIDRAP, C-I-D-R-A-P. It's a great resource. It's all scientifically based, and, and, and a lot of their work is towards creating um, a vaccine. So, so I guess the short answer is that it's not that hard, per se, to create it, but it's the problem of the human models. And as an example, uh, the Ebola outbreak that happened in 2014, I believe it was, um, just after that time, they they did they were able to make some vaccines for it. Um, mm-hmm. And by the time it was deployed was 2019, uh, just around the when when this virus sort of emerged, there was another small outbreak happening 
in in Africa. And so there you go, like a five-year span. So these things don't happen quickly, which is why I'm saying we can't be relying on the fact of it doesn't matter. It's not about we've already done the sequencing. They've already figured those things out. It's the human trials now that are very key to make sure there's no negative consequences. Those cannot be expedited. There's no way to expedite that. So we are, we're, we're working within, they are working within that timeframe. Um, So that's what I mean. We've, we've got probably 18 months to two years before we'll have a vaccine. And so that, that's why these things of the social distancing and the other measures we're doing right now are so important. We'll uh, take a quick break. You have questions about COVID-19, if it affects you directly or if it has or your family, if you're, you're just stressed out about it. Bring it on. Dr. Lou is here to answer all those questions. 416-870-6400. Now is the time you want to ask them. It's 1121. We'll continue with more of the Pinpoint Health Show, Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Yeah, it's an important call. You want to make it get some answers. I know there's a ton of questions out there. It's 1123 Pinpoint Health Show. Dr. Lou here to answer them. Richard, thanks for, uh, for calling in, pal. How are you this morning? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks, uh, guys. Thanks for uh, being there. This is all excellent information. Uh, I'd just like to ask, uh, I, I think we've all heard that the, the origin for this virus uh, came out of what they call those wet markets wet market? in China, yeah. and, and which, which they, they sound horrendous. I was just reading more about them uh, this week, and I, I think the, the, the British media especially is being very hard on China, saying, what are you doing about this? But what I found really uh, uh, very uh, perplexing is that I understand that uh, China seems to have this a uh, little bit in their rearview mirror, and it's almost becoming business as usual. But the main thing is I heard that these same kind of markets are up and running again, which, which just blows me away. So I'm just wondering, is it, uh, is it uh, incumbent upon the, uh, uh, the other countries in the world, the G7, the G20, to, to really try as much as they can. I mean, you know China's not going to apologize for anything, but is it incumbent upon the other um, uh, industrialized countries to say to China, listen, we've got to hold you account on this, because if they're going back to business as usual, is it not just a matter of time before the next wave hits us and the next one and the next one? This uh-huh. is outrageous. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a great it's a great point and it's a great question. I mean, uh, obviously, what I'm doing is more the healthcare side of things, but I obviously yeah. have a political view as well, and I'm happy to sort of give my opinion. I I I've heard those um, those things about the wet markets being open again. I, I don't know for sure, right? Because I, that's not really where I put a lot of my focus in terms of of um, my research to substantiate it. So I don't want to say for sure. What I do want to say is I I think it is important. You hear a lot of politicians, this is my political view, and this is my personal political view. You hear a lot of politicians around the world talking about this is nobody's fault. You know, this just sort of happened. I strongly disagree. I think there is clearly a country to blame for this. I, and yeah. I think that whatever, you know, it is what it is at this point. But at the very least, we need to learn going forward. There have been a number of different coronaviruses that have emerged. I think what what humanity needs to realize is these things emerge when there is abuse between humans and animals in, in some type of uh, being co-located, doing these types of things. It's a very, very dangerous thing. 
And and it just took again, I've heard things like people saying, oh, you know, this is uh, this is chemical warfare. This was no, it's not. It's these. There are hundreds, if not thousands of coronaviruses that exist in animals. It's just a matter of statistics over enough time, over enough jumping to people. You're going to yep. find the right one like this one that has a perfect. It's got like this perfect key and lock combination for our ACE2 inhibitors or our ACE2 um, um, uh, geez, I can't remember the name right now, but anyways, that's where it locks onto. And so I think that's a very important thing that people realize that it's just a matter of time before this stuff keeps happening. So I think when we're through this, maybe it doesn't help to do it right now. There needs to be accountability. The other thing that I'll, I'll be talking over the ne next few weeks that's really important is how, from a, how much from a healthcare perspective, we've become so reliant on China. And, and that's a problem too, because so much of our other medications that we need are made there. And if there's problems, and this is why I think there's a lot of fear in the world to say these types of things, because of how much so many countries have become reliant on that communist party. And this has nothing to do with the Chinese people, may I add. No, of this, is, this has to do with the country, the way they run that country. And there are, there are inherent problems there. And I agree. From my political standpoint, I do think that these things should be looked at. I think there needs to be... Um, uh, there needs to accountability. be in place that for, mm -hmm. yeah, accountability yeah. and more more than accountability is is how do we prevent this from happening? And if I, I know that they have not been able to absolutely identify exactly where this came out of. But, you know, all all arrows are pointing in the same direction. Right. So, you know, if it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck is what I'll say. Yeah. Yeah, and if if I may say, I mean, when, when reading about these these wet markets, like the that the, the lack of proper hygiene is just is just outrageous. And uh, one, one more point, if I may, I, I uh, there was a uh, one of the uh, news conferences this uh, week with uh, Trudeau and the health minister. Somebody brought this up, and uh, the health minister, I couldn't believe it, was uh, really firing back, saying, "Hey, that that that's just talking about." conspiracy theory, uh, theories where this I thought are you kidding me I mean but that, 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 that that's again as, as you're saying doctor I mean there, there's so many people out there of influence who are just bowing down that they, 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 they dare not say a word of negativity against the, well, China and, and the origin of this which is which just despicable. To, to interrupt you there Richard and I'm sorry I'll encourage everybody go watch um, one of the, the doctors from the World Health Organization has asked the question about Taiwan and look at that response. And I won't say any more, but go look at it, which sh sort of shows you the political entanglement that's happening around the world and why this person from the World Health Organization would even divert this question this way is, is there's deeper levels uh, of political things going on that, again, that's, that's outside of sort of my scope and, and my show, but I appreciate the point and, and, and it's well received. Richard, uh, appreciate that call. We'll talk more about that. Uh, Frank, we'll get to you in a moment here. Want to take a quick break, guys, and get right back at it. You have phone calls, uh, even on, more on the medical side, of course, with COVID-19 and the coronavirus outbreak. It's affecting all of us, and I do mean all of us. Bring your questions on. Dr. Lou's here to uh, try to navigate through as many as we can. 416-870-6400 right there. Pinpoint Health Show, Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. 
1132 Pinpoint Health Show. Info at pinpointhealth.ca. You want to reach out to our one 855 doctor Lou for the remainder of the show. Of course, we're taking all of your health questions as we do every week and have been for years on the show. But of course, hyper-focused on COVID-19, the coronavirus. You have questions, concerns, stresses about it. Bring them on. We'd love to, uh, we'd love to talk to you. Frank, thank you for hanging on. You are up next. Fella, how are you this morning? Good. How are you guys? Being safe? Yeah, Good. pal. We're, uh, we're separated. You. Yep. What's going yeah. on? How do you deal Which with the stress? The only positive thing yeah. of this COVID crisis is I don't have to see John Scholes, may I add. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's it, right back at you, buddy. <laughs> right. Anyway, go ahead, Sorry Frank. Interrupt. What's the question? You know, uh, I'm happy. I'm happy that everyone in my family's doing okay. Those around me are great. Right. But as a landlord, yeah. I'm stressed, and it's eating me up alive yeah. inside this COVID nineteen. I feel yeah. bad for tenants. I feel bad. Like I worked my whole life. I have an eight-unit apartment building, and yeah. tenants are taking advantage of this. And it's stressing yep. me out because I know that they're working because they're all in the yep. central field and they're refusing to pay rent. Mm, right. What the media is told and what the other staff in the media is. I still have to go pay for the repairs. I'm still paying for the maintenance of the property. No one's deferring that. My taxes yeah. aren't being wiped out like they wanted, but they're just being deferred. Parents are refusing to pay me and it's just eating me up a lot. I don't sleep. Yeah. You know, I don't eat. So, and yeah, it's just so, it's the government. Who, who just didn't come clear with it. Now, where yeah. the parents loved me in the past, now I'm looking like, like the devil to these guys. Mm-hmm. i got to eat, too. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not one of these... So for- I understand there's some of these big landlords who hear stories about buy groceries. I have eight units. I live off those eight units. And I'm being eaten up alive, as a bat, and it's just full of stress. And people are gotcha. taking advantage of Frank, if I can interrupt, because I, I hear you, I hear you loud and clear, and I hear you from a number of different perspectives. I, I'm a business owner, as you know. Uh, in some areas, I, I am a, a, a renter. In other areas, I am a landlord. Um, so I hear, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of in this on, on both sides. I hear you completely. Um, without getting into the question about the political side of things, which I hope there are politicians listening because I think the points you bring up are great. But one of the things that I'll be focusing on in the next few weeks, and I'll have some experts coming in, and another thing that I want the listeners to know, this week I'm going to be working on getting a YouTube channel up. I have a lot mm-hmm. of great resources of people that I have, and I'm going to be doing podcasting where I'm actually having interviews that you'll be able to go and you know we're limited here on radio we've got a lot of things so there's a lot that we can talk about um and i'm going to be doing that specifically for this covid crisis all different types of things and and i and i encourage people um i i will keep you guys posted follow me on social media um dr lou on on either facebook or um instagram or linkedin whatever um Dr. Lunali, N-A-L-L-I, uh, but I think it's important that we talk more about that. But one of the things that your, your stress is, is from a health perspective, my concern right now, what we have not considered in this pandemic is the long-term health consequences that people are going to suffer outside of just those individuals that potentially get the the virus the amount of stress anxiety and depression that will be a result of things like you're talking about frank um there are people who are are losing loved ones that can't even have funerals for them or be next to them as they they go on to whatever's next and it's just from a from a mental health perspective it's going to be an absolute atrocity um the other thing that i'll say and i see we've got some callers so i'll make this short and again this will be focused on more heavily in the coming shows and on the youtube podcast that we're going to start which will be the pinpoint health podcast is we've asked 
a, a, a population to quarantine, to be isolated, to not do anything, which is probably the right thing, uh, in, my, in my opinion, and the research to do. However, the public health concern that I have that I don't think enough people are speaking about is when you look at this virus, okay, there seems to be a number of things that make it more fatal for the average person, okay? And those things are other comorbidities. Specifically, the research is showing hypertension and insulin resistance or diabetes. Mm -hmm. In fact, I with SIDRAP, what I was mentioning, they've just seen new data come out of um, New York that shows people's in their 30s, 40s, and 50s are passing away. And the one thing that they have in common and why this is going to be more of a problem in North America, obesity. Okay, so we have asked people to self-isolate, stay at home, do nothing. They've raided grocery stores. They've bought heavily processed foods. Uh, right. They're probably overeating, under-exercising, and probably doing all three of those things. Research will show that even in two to three weeks of creating new unhealthy patterns, you can start to have a negative effect on blood pressure. You can start to create some level of insulin resistance, and you can start to pack on the pounds. And nobody's talking about this. And that, to me, is a shame. And that's really where I want to focus my experts, being an expert in that area, is making people realize more than ever right now, yes, you have to be home. Yes, you have to isolate. But you need to be taking care of yourselves more than you ever have. Okay, this is incredibly important because when we look at the risk factors for what causes this to be fatal, all of those risk factors are negative lifestyle consequences like hypertension, like insulin resistance, like obesity that are things that can be modified with lifestyle. And we are telling people, stay home. Don't worry about your lifestyle. Nobody on the media is talking about that. I see no public health officials addressing that, and it needs to be addressed. Yeah, sit around and listen to uh, watch Netflix for uh, for for five weeks is not the eating, right prescription. Eating chips, drinking Coke, like that, it's a yeah. recipe for disaster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're call they're already calling it the COVID fifteen. I mean, sort of tongue in cheek, but they're saying when this is all yeah. over, you come out fifteen pounds yeah. heavier, and it's 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 not a joke. It is real, and that's why, you know, to your point, uh, Doctor Lou, that I've seen more and more. Thank God on YouTube, uh, people we've had just had on Greg's show with uh, yeah. with some guests that there's a lot of uh, people who run gyms and do, and they're 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 flooding YouTube with these. Here's how you want to train at work at home. You want to pick up a, a jug of vinegar, use it for a dumbbell, whatever you got to do. Job. Get out there and move your ass yeah move your reality. ass and and you're right the problem is is that the people that will go to that are already the health conscious minded the right people, it's really about that the public health officials when they're sitting down at queen's park or in ottawa or in toronto and they're sitting there telling people how important social isolation is these public health officials need to be telling them also when you're isolating more than ever it's important to live healthy to try to, mm -hmm. you can do stuff in your house. You don't have to go anywhere to, to increase your cardiovascular fitness or, mm -hmm. or you know, watch what you're eating uh, so that you don't have these negative consequences happening if you do unfortunately catch COVID. But, um, you know, I see we've got other callers and, and I think maybe we need to take a break. Do we, John? You're, you're going to. Uh, yeah, well, we'll, you know, we'll take a quick one so we can have more time with uh, each, each yeah. of them. So, Corey and John, hang on. We'll get to your calls and you as well. 416-870-6400. Important stuff. You have questions. Bring them on. This is the time to do it. Pinpoint Health Show, Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1142 Pinpoint Health Show. Reaching out info at pinpointhealth.ca, 1-855-55-DR-LOU, D-R-L-O-U, and go to social media and uh, search Pinpoint Health for uh, John for so John, much more. Yemen. Sorry, it's, it's tougher mm-hmm. when we're not in the same room. I don't want to speak over you. But one thing that I want to, before we take, I see the calls are yep. coming in, and I, and I love it, and I want to take them all. One thing that I want to, want to be clear about with um, – um, with what we do at Pinpoint Health, a lot of people are still suffering with pain and injury. The world is essentially on a shutdown. I want people to know Pinpoint Health is open. We're open. The vast majority of things can be dealt with through virtual care. My assessments are being done virtually right now. In the event that someone does need to be seen because it is absolutely urgent and we have specific criteria for that because we are an essential service for urgent cases, we have uh, we have gone through an extensive procedure um, that people can see on pinpointhealth.ca. If you go to the site and you just click the top tab, it says COVID-19, Pinpoint Health health and safety procedures you will see an incredibly extensive list that i've worked on with my team that in the event that someone does need to come in for an emergency or an acute case that you can feel safe that you can be taken care of in the right way and and more so that the staff is also safe and taking and i make sure to take care of them too so i want people to be aware of that but what i think people should not be afraid of uh is just call the number because the vast majority, 99.5% of things, at the very least, I can provide you with advice over the phone on how to manage your things. So do not be afraid. That number is still available. Call me at one 855 doctor Lou D-R-L-O-U. I will get back to you if you want to set up a virtual assessment. We will do so. A lot of this stuff can be done that way. You don't need to suffer at home. Just a, a quick interjection there. Beautiful. Wonderful stuff there. Uh, Corey, you're, uh, you're up. Thanks for hanging on. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? Good. What's on your mind, pal? Uh, well, like, I've been talking to a lot of people about this quarantine stuff, and um, I've been on the other side of the argument from majority of the people I've been talking to uh, because of the fact that I kind of think outside the box on this thing. I don't believe that people are, like, humanity in general is, is you know, the human condition is that we don't obey all the rules in general. You know, uh, there's always going to be crime. There's always going to be people that are doing drugs, and uh, you're never going to be able to stop any of these little things completely, any of these problems that humanity, humanity does. And uh, right now, I believe that social distancing right now is only at 50%, and we need 90 in order to completely stop our, our problem. So uh, I've been telling people, hey, you know, like, uh, look at John Tory right now. Look at, look at the, the politicians. They're, they're power-grabbing. And uh, they're creating these new fines, new regulations. And what does that do? It, it just, you know, like, uh, it's not going to help the problem, just like it won't help the war. It, it didn't help the war on drugs. Well, okay, you know, so I'm going to interject yeah. there. I'm going I'm to interject. I, I agree with you that probably more needs to be done, um, that, that the more social distancing we can impose, the better. Where I disagree is that this is not an all or none, right? This isn't like if you don't have 90% of social distancing, there's no effect, right? It's a proportional type of response. So, yeah, we may not be perfect. I don't need the stat you've referred to as 50%. I'm not aware of that. But even if that stat is correct, 
well, we are still having an effect because it's not an all or none. It's a proportional response. It's a dose response. And I think that's very, very important. And, you know, I agree with you. People, a lot of people are defiant. And most rules in, in general for anything are not made for those that need the rules. They're made for those that, don't, that would need the rules. And, and a good example yeah. of that is like gun laws, right? The gun laws don't prevent criminals from using no. guns and doing the wrong things. They just simply pr probably prevent law-abiding citizens that want to own a gun. And, th and this is not me wanting to talk about owning guns or not owning guns. But as an example, I agree with the point that laws often exist because those who aren't going to listen to them anyways, have to, they have to be imposed. And the only people that they do really restrict are, are, are the people that are listening. My role yeah. here, what I am trying to do, is I am trying to plead with all of those who listen on any of my channels, any influence that I might have. You can make the individual choice. As an example that I will give you, my mother has COPD. I have not seen her since the start of all this, four weeks ago. She, she's been babysitting my kid once every week since he's been born, and she, he's not been around her. Although it hurts me from a emotional perspective it is the right choice and that keeps her safe so it's not a it's a proportional response the more we can do the better and we have to keep doing more thank yeah. you for your well, call you. okay okay Corey, appreciate the uh, call we're going to move on here 416-870-6400 john thank you for hanging on good morning okay uh, this is a little bit different uh I'm having difficulty with delivery from uh, my prescription from from the pharmacy. Uh, they deliver from eight to uh, from two to eight, and I've called three times for delivery, and uh, it's never arrived. Uh, so I went and picked it up myself, and uh, I, it seems to be a shortage of the medication that I need. Uh, it's a, a small infection on top of my hand. I've had it before, and what I used before was Betaderm. That was about three years ago, and that really works good. And what you've given me now is not doing me any good whatsoever. And you told me there was a shortage of beta derm, metamethasone, or something. However, uh, okay. That, so what, what's, only get, we, uh, what's the question, only John? Get five uh, tubes, and you have to wait eleven days. And uh, right, uh, I don't want to go back and forth with all this COVID nineteen going on. I'm a senior citizen, and I. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, how can I get, is there a shortage of beta derm? Because that'll make this thing go so, away and I won't have to worry about it. Uh, so I've spoken to some of my friends that are in the pharmacy world. Again, when you look at the reliance that we have on China that exports, I forget the exact stat, but it's definitely over 80% of the wow. medications. Um, this is a big concern. This is one of those long-term health consequences that I was talking about, that if this goes on long enough. The other thing that's happened is similar to the grocery stores where toilet paper ran out, people have been, in the beginning, were hoarding medication. And again, yeah. it's disgusting that people do that. So, there, John, there's multi-factors that are going on there. I, I can't really control it. I can tell you that all of this is a result of the problems that are happening as a result of COVID. This isn't just the disease process itself. This is bigger. John, appreciate the call. We're going to get to uh, more here. I see you, Cam and Linda. You are, uh, you're coming up next, so stand by. We'll get to you. Pinpoint Health Show, Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. 
The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, welcome back. Pinpoint Health Show. we got a few minutes left here, so I'll take your calls, ask your question, and then we've got to move on because we want to try to get to, uh, to everybody. Cam, how are you? What's going on? Good. And I just wanted to ask Dr. Lou uh, his thoughts on interferon alpha 2B uh, as a disruptor. Not as yep. a vaccine, as a disruptor. I, I, I just want to make, I'm going to point out my plan to you here. I need that question answered, then a military deployment, and then future embargoes on China as we go forward. Okay, so I can answer the interferon alpha 2b um, question that you have, which for the listeners, that's an anti. Um, viral anti-neoplastic drug, so it's used a lot in leukemias and um, lymphomas and things like that. It's also been used, I believe, in um, things like hepatitis. To my understanding, I believe there are some clinical trials with that antiviral being used, but again, there has been no scientific consensus on any type of medication right now on on something that works well for this right similar to the anti-malaria drugs these things are being tried in clinical trials to see if they have an effect but to the best of my knowledge there's no uh conclusion right now as to whether there is an effect or is not an effect john appreciate the call got to move on though get him in linda you're up next what's your question hi i was just wondering with the first plane load of um people that came back from various countries, they were isolated up in um, Trenton. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the ones that are coming back on the weekend, the ones that are back now and the ones that are coming back on the weekend are not going to be mandatorily isolated. And I would like to know why. I, I don't know no if idea. you guys not, can help me with that uh, or not. Yeah, no, I, I'm uh, I'm not a politician, so I can't I can't tell you why it's not being done. What I can tell you is, again, I started the show by saying that I think at some point we're going to look back and see where there were slip ups. And one of the examples where I believe those slip ups happened is um, it would have been early on in this January, late January, early February. Um, there were a lot of people calling for a travel ban on China. And the World Health Organization at that time said there is no evidence to suggest that doing so would prevent the spread of this disease. Fast forward two months, three months, wherever we are now, and there's a travel ban on the whole world. No one's going anywhere. So, um, you know, I think that's a problem. And and wait, sometimes, um, you know, and, and this is a dangerous thing, and I think this is what needs to be looked at. Look, we need to go back and say, was this done because there was political motivation to do that or was it the right thing because if there was no scientific evidence why is the whole world shut down now so clearly it has an effect um clearly probably stricter um isolation and things like that for those i think the 99 percent of human beings are doing the right thing if they're coming back they are isolating the reality is what i was saying before is there's one percent of the population that the rules exist for and they won't listen to them anyways um, so, yeah, yeah that, that's a political thing, but I, to some extent, agree. Hey, Ted, we'll try to get you in here before we uh, we wrap it up. How are you, pal? Okay, doing great. I, I want to compliment you, Dr. Liu, on your comment there with, you know, people staying at home and not exercising possibly and not eating properly. And I, I'm, I'm looking ahead. I'm thinking of putting this on my Facebook post. Uh, will the new, once we get over all this, and yeah. will the new social distancing, will it be taking having the government have more of a an influence on personal care in terms of like will smoking will be will smokers be looked 
you know, like, will, will they be looked down upon? You know, people that have gained weight, people that I don't know, people that take drugs, will that be because that's going to put more weight on our health? We realize that well, we have burdens on our healthcare system. So yeah. So Ted, here's what I will tell you: all of those things, like even when you look at smoking as an example, right? This this is a disease that affects the lungs. Um, it, the disease binds to the ACE2. Uh, receptors, uh, that was the word that I was looking for uh, earlier and I, and I forgot it. Um, it binds to those receptors. There's evidence that shows, say, smoking cigarettes actually increases the number of ACE2 um, receptors in the lungs. So that's probably why this is, is bad. What I will say around all of this is smoking is good for nothing. Being obese <laughs> is good for nothing. Eating unhealthy is good for nothing. This, this is the same thing why being healthy is important because it prevents all-cause mortality. The, a virus falls under all-cause mortality. This is not new stuff. We know that being healthier prevents all-cause mortality, and you will do better against challenges, whatever that challenge might be, including the coronavirus. So, you know, do I look down upon it? I, I think anybody in this world that is still smoking, to some extent, is crazy. What The research that we know around smoking and what it does to the body, it's you need to, and, I, and I'm not trying to be dismissive or make this easy, but if you are a smoker, you need to do your best to get rid of that. It's the worst thing you could be doing for yourself. Well, it's, it's like we've said on the show before, you know, if, if they came out tomorrow with guys that, hey, man, I just invented this. It's called a cigarette. You inhale it. It would never get approval. It would never, never. get approval. Never. Right? And this is, we're stuck in, and, and again, the, my point being is w- we know that these things are bad for all-cause mortality. It doesn't matter whether it's related to a virus or getting the flu. It's, you're always going to do worse if you have those yeah. negative uh, lifestyle and, and, and comorbidities that are a result of lifestyle. Um, I think there's one call, but we're running low on time. Can we get them in, John, quickly? Or No, we're, uh, we got the music we're behind not. us, so we're getting, we're getting the all boot. Right. But, uh, yeah, having said that, it's been one hell of a show. Appreciate all your contributions. We'll do this again next week. Follow me and on a reminder. social media, everybody. Yep. Let people know yep. social media. That's where you're going to get all this information. Dr. Lou that- and uh, pinpointhealth.ca, go there as well. Dr. Lou, in several forms, is still open for business. If you need care, if you need answers, one eight five five doctor Lou or pinpointhealth.ca. Do not hesitate. It is not a closed shop. He will take care of you and figure out a solution. Till next time, Pinpoint Health Show, right here, Global News Radio. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.